Something that is very common throughout web applications are confirmation dialog boxes. In almost every Rails application, when you click a destroy link here, you get a confirmation dialog saying, are you sure? Well, of course I'm sure, I clicked the link. Well, wouldn't it be nice if instead of having them confirm every time that there was a little undo link in the flash notice here where they can undo the behavior in case they accidentally click it. This way, the action still takes place. They don't have to confirm it. They just have the option to undo. seems like a much nicer user experience. Now, in this episode, I'll be implementing this undo behavior through this gem called Paper Trail. Now, this is a generic versioning library for Active Record. Uh, there are some specific undo frameworks for Rails, but I'm not all that impressed with them. I think I'd prefer to go th with a more solid versioning gem like Paper Trail. Now, there is another popular versioning gem called Vestal Versions, which I covered in episode 177. I'm using Paper Trail here because I think it works a lot better for undo support, and I'll mention a few reasons why throughout this episode. The first step is to just add Paper Trail to your gem file. And then, as always, run the bundle command to get that gem installed. After that, run the Rails Generate Paper Trail install command. As you can see, this simply creates a new migration file for adding a versions table, which is where your old model data will be stored. Simply run rakedb migrate to add that table. And then finally, go into any model you want to version, such as our product model here, and add the has paper trail call. And that's it. Now this model, every single change that happens to it will be versioned so we can undo any of the behavior that the user does. So that's one thing I really like about Paper Trail. It's very easy to set up. But how does that actually solve our problem here? How do we implement our undo link and actually use the versioning? Well, first we need a place for this undo link to go to, a controller action. While we could add an action to this product's controller here, I much prefer to create a separate controller. Uh, it keeps everything a lot cleaner, and it means we can easily add undo behavior to other resources as well. So first, let's create a new controller here called versions. Now, while we could go with a fully scaffolded controller for managing versions, I really only want one action here, and that is for reverting to a specific version. So let's add a new action here to this versions controller called revert. And this is like a member action, so I fetch my version first, which matches um, the given ID parameter that I'm going to pass in through the URL. And then what I want to do is revert to the object which is specific for this version. So to get the instance of the model that this version goes back to, I call version.reify. And that'll return like the product instance that represents the product at the specific version. And then I can call save on this, and that will revert the product back to how it was at the specific version. And then I'll just redirect back to wherever I came from and add a little um, notice saying undid whatever the action was. And there's a way to get that uh, with paper trail. You can call version.event, and that'll return either create, update, or destroy, depending on what happened to our model. Now we still need some way to access this controller action. So inside my routes file, I'll add a new route here for, uh, let's say the versions slash ID slash revert URL, and I'll go to the versions uh, revert action. And I also give it a name, let's call it um, revert version. So this looks pretty good, but I do see one potential problem with it. Do you see it? 
Well, notice I'm using the match call here. This means that any HTTP request uh, will be caught by this route, even GET requests. But notice I'm doing something potentially destructive in this request. I'm altering the database and saving state. So that means I shouldn't respond to GET requests. Instead, I should use some other HTTP verb, such as POST here. And that way, it only responds to POST requests. All right, so now that we have an action for handling the undo behavior, it's time to add a link to the flash notice inside our product's controller. I'll start with the update action. So when someone updates a product, I want an undo link at the end here so they can revert to the earlier version. So to do that, I'm going to first make a little variable here called undo link. So now we just need to create a link. But how do you do that in the controller? You could uh, put some raw HTML inside a string here, but I hate putting HTML inside Ruby strings. It would be much nicer if we could use the link to helper method. But we don't have access to that from directly inside the controller. Here's a little tip. You can access any view methods using this call to view context inside of a controller. So now we have access to all of our helper methods, including link to, that we can just pass uh, any arguments to like normal. We can say undo, and then we want to go to the revert version path. And then we just need to pass the version that we want to undo to. Well, in paper trail, you can just call product.versions to access the versions association. It's actually a true active record has many association here. It's polymorphic, so it can reference many models. And so we can call versions.last to fetch the most recent version, which is the one that's previous uh, stored data, and that way it'll revert to that version. Now the last thing we need to do is use a method of post type so that it sends it in the proper format so it's not a simple git request. And then just add that undo link to our flash message. There we go. So now let's try this out. Let me edit a product here, change something in it, update product, and well, it didn't quite work. It looks like it's escaping our HTML, but our link is showing up here as proper. So to fix this problem, you have to go to wherever you're outputting the flash notice. In this case, it's in my application layout file. And right here, I'm looping through all the flash keys here. And then here's my message. And so to fix this, I just have to call raw on this message call so that it knows that it um, has some HTML content in here. Now you have to be really careful with this though because if you do put any user input inside your flash message, it won't be escaped. So you'll have to do the escaping before you place it inside the flash message if you're going with this approach. All right, let's try this again. Let's edit this product here, change the name. And now when we go to our flash message, notice we have an undo link. Well, let's try this out. Notice it says ShamWow3. Let's see if it changes it back to well, it did, ShamWow2. So, and it says undid update because that was the event that was stored in our version. Pretty awesome. So now let's make this undo link available in the destroy action as well. So first, let's move this undo link into a method so that it's callable inside our flash message in the destroy action. So I'll make this method private so it's not considered an action. Let's call it undo link. And then basically paste in the same behavior here but we don't want it an actual variable, so we'll just call that directly. And then we can call it inside our destroy uh, flash message here. Now there is one little gotcha I've run into, and that is that when deleting the record, product.versions 
still refers to um, the versions which doesn't include the most recent one, which is the destroy event. So it seems like it's caching those versions into an array. Now you would think calling true here would flush the cache like it does in normal associations, but I guess on deleted records this doesn't work the way I expected it to. So to get around this little problem, what you can do is call scoped on this before you call last, so that way you're ensuring you're always referring to the most recent version and not something that's cached. So let's give this a try. It seems almost too simple if this works, but we'll see. We'll try destroying one. We'll need to remove this confirmation dialog sometime. And then, well, there's our undo link. Let's try. And notice it did undo destroy, and there's our keyboard kitty back in action. So it successfully recreated our record here and reverted to the earlier version before we destroyed it. Pretty awesome. So there's one final action to implement here, and that is the create action. So let's just copy this undo link and add it to the end of our create flash message. So let's see if this works. We'll try creating a product, typing something, clicking undo, and we get an error message basically saying undefined method save on nil. So it's trying to save a record, but we're trying to undo the action of creating. So what we really want to do is destroy the model instead of trying to save something. So we need to hop back into our versions controller and modify this behavior a bit because all we're doing is calling reversion.reify.save. And if it's a create event, this reify call is not going to return a record. It's going to be nil because that's the state it was before it was created. So to do this, what I want to do first is just check if this exists. And if it does, then we know there's a record there, so we'll just save it. Otherwise, we want to destroy the current item. And you can do that by calling version.item, which is going to return um, the product instance from the products table, which will be the most recent version of the item. And then just call destroy on this. That way, it'll undo the create behavior. So let's try creating a new product again here. Just create product. There's our product listed, and if we click undo, our product goes away and it says undid create. So that's working now. Now wouldn't it be nice though, if we had the option to redo that undid action, so there could be a redo link here in this flash message. Now to add this redo behavior, all we have to do is go into our versions controller and add a link to the end of our flash message here. Now this is quite a bit of code though, so I'm just going to paste this in instead of typing it all here. And most of this logic is just to change the behavior of the name of the link here to undo and redo, depending on what the previous action was. And so here we generate our link, and notice it's using our revert version path and choosing the next version and the version chain. And the reason it chooses the next version is because when we either save or destroy our item here, it's going to create a new version record, and that's the one we want to go to um, to get our redo behavior. And then it's just going to add the link to the end of the flash message. So now we can give this a try here, edit a record, and modify it. And now when we choose undo, we have a redo link here. Notice it undid the name. If we click redo, it changes the name back to what we did last time. And we can just click this as many times as we want. And it just keeps modifying the behavior. Works great. And now that we have full undo redo support, we can finally remove that confirmation dialog box that's on, it seems to be every destroy link. Because now it's a much better user experience. They just click undo if they want it back. 
Now one thing you might be concerned about is that the versions table will build up with a lot of information and it'll get pretty large. But as the paper trail documentation shows you here, it's very easy to just delete all the older versions. This is one thing I really like about paper trail over Vestal versions is that it stores all the version information in each version record so that it's easy to clear out the older ones. Now I recommend placing this command here in a rake task and then calling it on a regular basis using the whenever gem. Um, check out episode number 164 for more, more information on how to do that. Another thing I really like about Paper Trail is that it's easy to store additional information in your versions table. All you have to do is add a new column to your versions table, and then you can either use the meta option in has Paper Trail method, or you can just use the info for Paper Trail method in your controller and supply those additional options there. This is really great because if you want to um, change the maybe add some additional information such as the name of the model that was modified and you know supply that in the flash message you can easily supply that information here and then display it in the revert action well that's it for this episode on adding undo redo functionality to your rails app using paper trail hope you enjoyed it see you next time